Hello, and welcome back to the Patrick's Green Tea Podcast. It's been a while. It's kind of crazy to think that I released three seasons of this show on a weekly basis without fail, not counting the breaks between seasons. I finally hit a point where things had to slow down. My senior thesis documentary has taken up all my creative energy this year. I don't regret that since it's turning out to be a really cool project. However, it's hit so many roadblocks that it's still in the process of coming together. You'll hear more about that in the subsequent episodes from this year, and there will be many of them, don't you worry. I'm at a place where my documentary has only one or two major hurdles at a time, as opposed to the onslaught that's happened in previous phases of production. Patrick's Green Tea Podcast is something I want to continue, and I think I'll be able to put out more episodes again now that my life has normalized a bit. One episode every two weeks still seems like a good goal, but if a new job, an anticipated trip to Europe in the spring, or anything big like that comes up, I'm going to do what I need to do in the real world before putting out more podcasts. Editing doesn't take that long for the normal episodes, so I can see myself prepping a few at a time if there is something expected like a long trip where I can't access my computer. Honestly, a major thing that held me back during this break was trying to edit out the wind noise in this episode, which I thought I had a plug-in for. There were a bunch of steps I needed to take to actually get and use Pro Tools to work with the plug-in, and I won't bore you with the details here, but long story short, I actually didn't have the plug-in, and I just used a limiter in the end. I decided not to care about making the episode 100% polished, I just tweaked it enough to not assault your ears, while also using the same editing tactics I've always used. Plus, now that I'm editing on Pro Tools instead of Premiere Pro, I'll have other fancy plugins to mess around with and clean up audio, just to try things out and learn some stuff. In other news, Connecticut legalized weed. This has made everything so much simpler and easier. No more anxiety about driving around with weed in the trunk or whatever. Even though it was decriminalized before, no one wants a fine for just having a plant on them. I'm actively doing a tour of all the government-mandated smoke spots in the state as they pop up, though the only one that exists is in Milford right now. From what I understand, every municipality in the state with over 50,000 people has to either leave public weed use unregulated or designate a spot somewhere for all toking and blazing. No one is really reporting on this stuff, weirdly enough, so I'll be your go-to source for new developments as they pop up. This stuff really fascinates me, and sharing it absolutely fits with my mission for the podcast. I wish there was a more exciting episode to come back from the break with, but I wanted to bring things back to the good old roots of the show, just you, me, and the microphone. We've got several episodes with guests recorded that I'm excited to share with you all. A few new faces will be joining us, but also a familiar friend of the show. Be on the lookout for it all. I think it makes more sense to add some of the stuff I want to say here to the end of the episode, so stick around for the epilogue. That's it, and I hope you enjoyed the episode. Hello. Welcome back. Um, really, you guys should be wel- welcoming me back because I've been gone for so long. Um, you're the you're in charge here. So to to a, a viewer of the future, it's only been like a few seconds. So you're binging through this thing, man. At this point, it's yours. And uh, you know. I don't feel, I, I, I don't know why I have this weird complex, I guess, where I feel like uh, leaving or not recording an episode for a while is like a bad thing that is going to uh, uh, upset someone somewhere for some reason. 
but it's, I don't think it's like that, you know? You guys are patient. Because I just finished season three and I'm already thinking about like, you know, oh, I can't make this break too long. But I do have a lot, a lot more than usual that I want to do. I feel like it would be good for the uh, show. So, sorry, I just put my phone on airplane mode. We'll get back to uh, life when the episode is ended. Um, anyway, it has been a long time. It's my first time smoking anything in a week, which is unusual for me. I usually smoke like twice a week, but um, I took two off looking for a tolerance break, and that definitely worked. Like, it's, it's like hard to tell because there was no control in this little experiment, but there were a lot of factors working against this specific weed. It was out for a while in the cold, but not, not like a month or anything, just a few weeks maybe. And it's been in my room for several months, so I, th I think it's fine. Um, but it would be like, if anything, slightly less strong. And this not this like this got this got me. I was restructuring my sort of like memories, I guess, at the beginning to sort of uh, I don't know. Like, there's some problems that are just unresolved, or just like patterns of behaviors I I want to fix. And the memories, like, I don't know why. I think I was just trying to process things that happened. Um, and it was good, you know, and I feel like I'm being too sappy, but that literally is what happened on this high. I want to be as accurate as possible. I, I wouldn't say it was like super dramatic and it didn't last a very long time, but for sure I was going through some old stuff just as, as the high was coming on. Nothing really bad, just sort of like bummers or, you know, not like an event that was a bummer, just like a the way something worked out. I don't know. It was weird. You know what I mean, though. So, I did that, and then also, like, I was listening to music. Shakedown Street from, uh, Winterland Arena, the first, the maybe the third time they ever played it. Grateful Dead did a really good job. Fantastic job. Um, Bob Weir's, like, very, very striking, uh, I don't know, presence, I should say. Not like the guitar sort of presence or an audio, but like just a presence on the on the track, on the song. Very cutting, sort of chords, confident. Um, and a very cool tone. I want to figure out what his... Uh, I meant to ask Dan, but hopefully if, uh, this will remind future Patrick to ask if I haven't already. Uh, what guitar... Bob Weir was using on that recording. I think it was uh, it was 1978. Like I said, it was one of the first things, um, his first shows that Shakedown was played at, and it was like the last encore song at Winterland. I don't know if I already said that. Either way, <laughs> um, I mean, like you probably don't even have to know that specific show. I'm sure you switched guitars around depending on the song, but if you just look at uh, Barton Hall 77. I mean, he's probably playing the same guitar on those sorts of songs. 
but it sounds good either way and like the settings he has it on sound really good um I, I i want to search more into like the tone side of guitar and the effects um i feel very unequipped to do so i don't really know what sounds like what so i, I don't know what you know where to even start as to trying to find stuff that i like even even a song that i know i like the, the pedals on or like uh jerry garcia uses certain pedals like he used a bunch of different ones and a lot of them are expensive also that's like another factor but it's like a whole rig it's not one thing so that means he 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 knew exactly what each one did and like how what setting to put it at to get his specific tone and that seems like a freaking crazy i don't know endeavor So big news, the podcast season three is officially done. That's why I feel weird about taking a break, but just bear with me. Um, it'll, it'll be good. Whatever, like the, the next few events in the podcast life will be good. So dog loose on the trail. <laughs> oh, there's people. Man, I might have to pause for a sec. So, yeah, I mean, there's a big sort of like weird happening before I started the high. So it's like, I'm a little off balance. It was nice because it was the end of a tolerance break and the weed that I was hyping up and like explaining earlier was the weed I smoked. It was like, first time I, I genuinely smoked in a while. So it was nice to just go to my usual uh, routine and use a lighter from Ship of Fools, which is freaking awesome looking lighter. It's the most like, artful light I've ever owned for sure that I didn't like accidentally take from someone at a show that's a whole another story anyway Bob Weir's guitar sounded good uh, dogs were nice but last time I interacted with dogs I didn't know they were barking at me and there were pit bulls and uh, it was in the dark and I was delivering food <laughs> so minor trauma like not, nothing that's gonna keep me up at night but definitely like i have flashbacks too every time i have like two big dogs i don't know outside but i mean like dogs are territorial they know they're out in the, the wilderness they're not just gonna be assholes yeah i've never been to a dog park before I feel like that'd be uh, that'd be good. That'd be good. That would increase my uh, relationship with them. Just to see like random dogs I don't know be so friendly all the time. At least with humans, they're probably not even interested in humans. They're just like socializing with other dogs and like running around. Man, that must be like <laughs> that must be what heaven is like if there's a heaven, just a dog park. If all humans were converted to dogs and just lived on an eternal dog park where they didn't have to eat or sleep or poop, I don't think we would complain. <laughs> Long silence. That should be the, uh, no, I was going to say that should be the title for the podcast, but definitely not. 
Who would want to listen to that shit? <laughs> we might be getting a new guest on the podcast that wasn't even on my future guest list. Definitely should have been. I just never thought it was going to be a, a thing. You know? You never really think that plans, like, pan out and just you keep on living, you know? Um, it's Jordan Demarest. I think I'm pronouncing his last name right. He's a drummer for Ship of Fools. Um, he played their third and final installment of Night of the Living Dead, which was a... They uh, performed at their university in, like, the outside in the uh, front of a building because it was COVID season. It was COVID time, I should say. It's just one eternal season at this point. Um, And it was was a great show, you know? And he played with another drummer there. I've never seen um, two drummers live at, at... you know, in a band that weren't, um, you know, obviously the Grateful Dead, but the drummers were fantastic, and I especially really like Jordan. I got to spend a lot of time with Jordan recording this uh, documentary. Um, he's a solid dude. I think we would have a really good conversation. So. Uh, Yeah, when I when I made the plans initially to do podcasts with them, I was just thinking like one one big like culmination type thing of like whoever is available and then just like go from there. I was definitely thinking of having Dan on more than once because there's just stuff we didn't get to. But uh, I do like the idea of recording with the other members because they had some really wild experiences with uh with marijuana for sure. And uh, yeah, it's good stuff. I don't like, I don't feel as much as the, the head rush anymore. I'm also uh, sniffly. But uh, oh, looking at stuff that isn't like the ground, definitely like, yeah, it's, it's a weird effect that I always keep talking about, where it's the, the top part of the image in my mind uh, and the bottom part like shrink together, make like a horizontal line in the middle, kinda. But they like keep shrinking to that line. I also think there's like a current going on underneath that's making the effect seem different, or maybe not. I don't know. My maybe my vision's really wild right now. I think I also got to the point in the podcast like editing. Uh, process or cycle I should say that it hasn't been super enjoyable like I enjoyed actually doing it but it seemed like a big hassle because it takes like two hours minimum and I really didn't have the time for a while you know I felt too guilty like I was uh, taking away from some other task. So I'm, you know, I'm really glad I have an editor and producer now. Also, I don't know if I said this on the podcast, I was just ruminating about it earlier. The producer, um, I really want for, like, us to be aligned in our, like, idea of where the, where the movie's gonna go. 
and we're just not there yet and it's frustrating to have to I don't know I never really had to work with other people creatively to this level on like a big project so uh it's good like it's I need to be able to do this so I mean, the first time I directed something was a disaster in my eyes. I mean, it came out really cool, but I felt like an asshole the whole time telling people what to do. It was like so weird. Um, but I also said things in like dickish ways, which didn't really, I didn't mean it at all. I was just trying to be very specific. <laughs> I don't know. But anyways, it's, it's, it's similar with this. I think in the long run, it's gonna, it's gonna improve a lot quicker than a normal relationship would, or I don't know. Like, we, we have nowhere to go but up, I think. We just have to keep talking things through. I need to show him my budget. He needs to tell me, like, okay, what can we not afford at all? You know? But then I, I want to be able to push back and say, like, but what can we, like, fundraise for? Like, what? If we really try to fundraise, like, we will fund something, you know? He's just like, oh, we can't afford it. It's like... I don't know. Now, no that attitude, as they say on the Reddit. I mean, my small town, like... Nah, I won't get into it. It's about a fundraising campaign. It's something sad. It's too sad. I don't want to think about it. Anyway, when was the last time I recorded something? I could easily just, like, look it up. Look it up. Also, sorry again for the uh, the snow. It's, it's bothering me too. I'm like almost falling over. Um, podcasts. I always look at my shows uh, information through Apple Podcasts. I think they do a better job of displaying like metadata than anyone else. It's a free ad for Apple Podcasts. Oh, wait, I can't even look in there. Uh, <laughs> I'm getting there. I forgot it's not even released yet. Oh, it was the 25th. It was like a month ago. Wow. Ooh. I'm going to head back in. Into the fray. Into the fray. So what happened between that last month and now? I can share. And the last time anything like really big happened, like that I went anywhere or did anything big, was that last episode. So you guys are uh, missing all the boring stuff. It's not all boring, obviously. Like I think that was the day that I officially graduated um, from college. Oh, I had show notes for today. Man, it's the first time, maybe, maybe the first time using show notes. Are you ready for this? I'm gonna pull them up. There's one about Duncan Trussell, like a show we did, and there's one about John Mayer. I already know that. I just I just typed up the John Mayer note uh, this weekend. All right, let's look it up. Show notes. My hands are freezing, dude. So, uh, this is basically about Duncan Trussell's Midnight Gospel on Netflix. And I was talking, I, this, I wrote this after, uh, the first episode, and just that first episode was incredible. Um, 
yeah, it was talking about like the benefits of uh, marijuana, but it was also like the, it was, that conversation was a backdrop to a really like wacky sci-fi multiverse and like a, a dude who like surfed between different universes with some like machine and his sister, I don't know, donated to him or something weird. Anyway, it was a really good show. Uh, and I really like, as I've noticed, I enjoy people who are really educated, like doctors and stuff, talking about drugs and like what they're actually like versus politicians or, you know, regular people with biases telling you what drugs are like or what you should do with them, you know? Because most of society just is not accustomed to, our society at least, in the United States, North America, are not accustomed to legal um, drug use, for sure. That's not alcohol and cigarettes. Um, I mean, and I don't know. Maybe it is, and it's just the media that, like, and older Hollywood and the government that wants you to think otherwise. I don't really remember the content of that episode, but I want, I went through the rest of the, like about half of the series. And they're really short episodes too, which is nice. I like that a lot. And I would say go check it out. Also on that vein, I, I mentioned on my uh, Instagram, Patrick's Green Tea Podcast, um, that the, this, I, I started watching more of the Hamilton, Hamilton's Pharmacopoeia show. He's also someone who's really intelligent, who uh, I enjoy listening to the, opi the opinion of about controlled substances, illegal substances, psychoactive substances, because he really knows the history of things and the cultural context of things, and, he, he, and, and the chemistry and all that. So he's a really smart person. And then, one sec. Sorry, it took a while to get things uh, back together. Really cold, bro. I think with gloves it would be better. My fingers would still, like, the tips would still be freezing, but be, like, marginally better. Also, my hands are super dry now. But no one wants to hear about my hands. Definitely more sober now. Which is good. Um because I, I want to be able to drive soon and you know uh, so, sobriety has its benefits I was sort of on like an anti-sobriety kick recently even though I just took a intolerance break I was just like not it, it, it just made me think a lot about how I wanted to structure my future use in an ideal scenario and I mean I don't really, besides, I don't know. I think it affects my life so little outside of my, uh, outside of like just people knowing about it, you know, and freaking out. Um, when it's like kept to myself, like freaking, I don't know. I like, I like the analogy of masturbation, right? When no one wants to see it and like, you're not going to do it. I don't know. It was something that you only you would do in your, in your privacy. And it really doesn't affect anyone. Like, 
and no one no, like everyone knows that everyone else does it or most other people do it and then at that point it's just it's not it's a non-issue so I, I i hope for a day when something like weed is to that level which is the non-issue the same with like drinking although even that has like some social connotations i think the best it's going to do is end up there at that sort of level but anyway what a weird what a weird cast what a weird zine um the patrick screen zine the patrick screen t zine it should it should be by zine i think i'm referring to a magazine with like some weird lingo meaning that it's something slightly different i don't know my hips hurt like fuck dude oh i'm bad with walking when i don't and I haven't been walking for a while. I walk like a mile, maybe a mile and a half, and like my hips are so dead. I could definitely not run from anything right now, which is a good thought. <laughs> good thought to have when you're in the middle of the woods. I have a knife though, but one hand is all gloved up, so it's not gonna be able to really take the blade off in any effective way. And like flip it open. Maybe. Let's test it. I see a bear. Oh my god. Ah. It's slower than, uh, oh wait, it's only slow because my hands are frozen. I feel like it worked out pretty well. I could just go stabby stab. You know, I'd have like two or three seconds where I'd just be useless and defenseless. But you know, at least I can do it. Ah, uh, you know what I miss about using the memos app? You can see how long the recording was going for. Without having to unlock the phone. Uh, oh well. It's all good. It's all good. Yeah, I didn't really want to record a podcast episode today. I was gonna I wanted to enjoy that uh joint and celebrate the end of the tolerance break. The celebration might continue later on tonight. Probably not, because I have to do something early tomorrow. Which sucks. Ugh, I have to wake up at like 8.30 or something. Bunch of BS. I saw a person on TikTok who's schizophrenic, who, to like verify whether their hallucinations are real, they would like post a video and say like is this real is this like a real are you seeing a whatever this is and then the anonymous random internet strangers would tell them whether they saw it or not um and that like first of all once you were pointing this out on the thread i was discovering this on they pointed out that like that's a terrible strategy like even if even if you're schizophrenic, like if people were trying to understand why he would trust random internet strangers versus like their friend, and the only thing they could think of is like that you get a more immediate response if it was online. But the guy, the um, I don't know what ended up happening was that some like asshole was like, yeah, it's real, it's behind you, or he's behind you or something, and then the guy was like flipping shit on Insta on the TikTok. Like not even like very uh, outwardly, just like sobbing and constantly looking behind them. 
I think the, the part of it was that their uh, their oh, I forgot. Hang on, <laughs> I'm just distracted by literally nothing. The strategy he had was that he would record a video and then see if the thing showed up on video. I guess that's where it started, and then he would like post it to TikTok or whatever. But anyways, Reddit was really like def defending the right of this other guy to be an asshole because reddit is very weird but they're kind of right they, they had a they had a principled position which was that it was on the guy for trusting the internet for anything beneficial and not expecting something awful to happen you know even if he is schizophrenic like you know i think they were trying to rationalize because they were trying to look for what like, if there could be a credible and justifiable uh, motivation to do something like that, and they post on online, but whatever, I don't know. I don't really understand schizophrenia. I understand more bipolar, and even then, I don't even really understand it. Um, that's another thing. It's it's weird. It's really unfortunate that schizophrenia is caused by. Uh, or not, not caused, but is like activated and unlocked and made uh, a serious, made present by psychedelics. Maybe marijuana, but definitely psychedelics. Um, and it feels like it's not a lot of people who get affected by it, but I, I forgot, like, I want to see how, like, the 1 in 10 or 1 in 20 number for, uh, how many people uh, in the U.S. or North America or whatever have bipolar schizophrenia? I only say that the North America because that they would probably be able to test it and diagnose it better, I guess. Uh, my hips, bro. They they don't lie for sure. They're not lying now. Right, I'm not gonna walk the whole way, but I'm gonna check the the time. My hand is so slow right now. Oh, okay. One more thing. The other show note. Ugh. And I'll call it a, a day. So, John Mayer is on Relisten, which is like a, an app slash website that takes from the archive.org free recordings of concerts and stuff and like puts it in an app slash website form. I would say the app is more uh, navigable, but I'd say the website is a lot quicker um, to go through things because the, the app is just like you have to go through each thing. So like the artist name, uh, you go to the years category, you click the year, you scroll through, look for the show, you click the show, then you click on the recorder, and then you get to the music. And it's like, it's just really annoying. Um, but anyway, there he's on Relisten, and I had a really good time while I was working, doing DoorDash, um, looking through the show after the one where I met him, which was, uh, uh, August 22nd, I think, 2017. And 
is in Syracuse, New York. And <laughs> he literally like told the story the first time he got stoned uh, at his concert. Um, he was doing it for like the lead up slash intro to Queen of California. He said, uh, he, he told the story of getting proper high for the first time, not smoking for the first time, maybe like a fifth or sixth time, but definitely getting like stoned and seeing the dust on his windshield, uh, the sun coming through it. And he like that feeling with, uh, what's his name? Neil Young, uh, Gold Rush playing, which he actually references in the song, which he then plays after after doing that introduction. And so he said that the song Queen of California is supposed to be, um, supposed to replicate that feeling and capture that moment is more like what he said. Um, and yeah, I think like after the podcast ends, I'm going to listen to Queen of California. But I, I really, I, I like the fact that there are all these random artists on Relisten that can just hear a full concert or just a song or whatever. The John Mayer show is really good too. I, I appreciate it a lot more now than I did back in 2017. I know a lot more of his songs. and I mean, he played some songs that I knew, but it's just not... I, I maybe I heard once or something, didn't really like it, didn't cement in my mind. But like I noticed while I was there, and I forgot about it until I saw this, is that um, he did a fire on the mountain tease at the end of his Queen of Cal- uh, of my Queen of California, of when uh, when I saw him. And uh, I really wish that he <laughs> at the time that he went into fire on the mountain, that would have been so cool. I, I just love hearing him do dead covers with uh, his band. Just like a, a very different and like more poppy sounding, but pop like pop bluesy sounding version. I, I've, oh, I've also been playing the saxophone recently. It's good. I haven't in a while. I know it's been a month, so I probably played it a few more times during this past month. But I'm trying to practice for the next shoot. I do, because um, there's going to be a lot of jams going on, and it's going to be recorded. So I think I want to bring my all to at least like have a general knowledge of how to play, maybe not a knowledge, but experience in playing the different um, songs that we probably will play. And it sucks that I'm really having a hard time with licensing for music. I don't think I'm, I'm going to be able to get away with uh, playing the covers. Um, and like, you know, I think I have to buy the, the rights for the composition, which is called synchronization light, uh, rights. And actually in uh, in audio, I think it's called mechanical rights, but I could be wrong. Wait, no, I am wrong. In audio, it's, uh, I don't know, something else. Mechanical rights is like for the the original recording of the original band. Anyway, this is probably boring. The main meat of the message is that uh, I'm going to have to do some talking to lawyers about the issues that I'm facing. My friend was asking to like piggyback on to. 
the lawyer thing. I don't even know how that works. I don't know if you could do that, but I think they're pretty expensive. So I'm gonna try to make the most of uh, my encounter with them. Maybe like pop in some few questions, but for the sake of my friend, but not not have them there or anything. The only per the only person that I would have, because this is like a film thing, is uh, for my producer. Um, my producer was there, then he could ask some questions that I may maybe aren't thinking about. I've been slipping a lot recently with uh with alcohol. I'm just kidding with uh this this ice. It's literally slippery. Um, I actually have not been slipping a lot recently with alcohol. I mean, like, I wouldn't call it a slip, but I've been drinking more. Once a week still at the max I tried to go for, but... I don't know. I don't think it's a problem. It's like a snow beach. Definitely not gonna walk on that. It seems really dangerous. Even though there's people skateboarding on the other one. Not skateboarding. <laughs> Ice skating. This one is just like all these divots where the feet marks are. And I, there's no one else here, so I don't really want to die, you know? And <laughs> not in the mood. Well, thanks for uh, accompanying me today. I, def I needed a uh, podcast episode to uh, save me from the just shitty thoughts I was having. Not even just like really awful, just annoying and more negative than I'd like. I, I really want to watch more movies and stuff. I don't know what, how did that remind me of this, but I'm watching a few more TV shows for like maybe two episodes or something a week. Maybe, well, maybe three. I'm watching Queen's Gambit with my girlfriend and that's been really good. But I don't really consider that watching TV. I don't know. I, I like making a. I like us going through stuff. Went through Stranger Things that I may or may not have gotten to ever, based on my like perception of my schedule. Anyway, I should really schedule more times myself each day. That's the other thing. I'm sort of like rambling at this point. Uh, it's really beautiful how the snow touches the ice. It's like a, a very shallow curve, and then it just like disappears and there's like a gradient line where it meets the ice. And it's really hard to tell like, your depth perception sort of doesn't work anymore because there's like shadows and stuff going into it. You don't really know how steep it is. Yeah, I definitely would. <laughs> It'd be awesome to just walk out on there, but I don't, I don't trust it. It's, it is probably fine. I think it's been cold where I am for a while. And dude, Texas, holy shit. The top five uh, listener state, I guess. <laughs> it's probably a better way to say that, but Texas are my homies. They're the podcast, uh, the pillars of the podcast. And it sucks because they're in a really, uh, they're in an unusually cold uh, situation. And it's busting their water pipes and shit because they're not really insulated or prepared for that sort of cold. Um, 
But the funny thing is that his rhetoric gets political. They're uh, asking for a bunch of like federal aid, which is really funny. As soon as it affects the state, who's been like talking about secession and you know trashing the new government, all that, uh, and like being really anti-federal order and then immediately flipping and just wanting support from the government. The only thing I can think of that's like similar that I can really understand is uh, Hurricane Katrina. That happened during a right-wing presidency. I think that the problem with this that people are pointing out is that um, they're very right-wing and it's a left-wing presidency. I mean, like, he would offer hurricane relief. Oh, I guess the pro another issue that makes it um, worse, I guess, for, for Texas's case, is that uh, they really screwed themselves, screwed themselves by their management of energy, because the whole state is out of power, pretty much. The whole like, central corridor, and they, like, they're to blame for the way they had the electricity set up, I guess. Um, I don't really know how it worked, but I, I guess it's also the, the Texans and the Texas, the Texan politicians, I should say, are blaming like wind and stuff and showing pictures of frozen windmills on the news when it's the management of the oil, gas, and electric and all that. Not the not anything uh, produced by solar. I don't know. I don't really understand the situation that well. It's just like like headlines I sort of read because I'm not like super interested in the topic, but there's a lot of juicy stuff there that just like it, it sticks for sure when you when you read it. it seems like a deeper problem than I don't know. It's just a storm. And so many people are affected too, and people are just like not doing well. They already weren't doing well. Couldn't afford any sort of like, I don't know, rent, stuff like that. Now they have to like be homeless because the water main broke for God knows how long. Anyway, COVID's like, it's really wreaked some havoc. And again, it's not like we can, it's not like, uh, government's blameless uh, and now even Democrats don't even want to pass any relief in any effective way apparently they can just use budget reconciliation but they're just so weak they don't, like they feel no sense of urgency uh, even after the capital is like freaking took over by just normal freaking MAGA people. There's all this like, like it feels like it didn't happen pretty much. Like the government just continued to exist maybe with a few more uh, metal detectors at the entrance of the building. But besides that, nothing much. Uh, 
I mean, the individual companies started censoring people, which is like a big issue in and of itself. But, anyways, this is about weed, damn it. How is this about weed? How is this topic about anything related with drugs? Senior Texas, though. I've, I, I've been going through the Elon Musk appearance on Joe Rogan this past that happened this past week or so and uh he's way more animated and like happy and jovial than the last one or maybe two i don't remember how many he did he was just one Ugh. but i'm enjoying it he does have a really good understanding of the science and the physics behind his own work which is good i don't know if ceos really if that's a common thing with like engineering CEOs. But I think he definitely deserves his spot as the uh, richest man in the world. He put a lot of work into learning things to make his companies um, very driven and very successful and obviously very, uh, I don't know, ambitious. good he's a good dude I think you know he's a little like problematic sometimes on Twitter um, he's allowed to be he has the right to be because he's American not by birth but by uh, design <laughs> I do miss editing uh, as much as I hate editing or anticipating the editing of the podcast every once in a while I just think like man I miss editing and just going through what I, these wacky things that I said but yeah I'm going to focus a lot on advertising I mentioned in the season 3 recap I want to be able to share this show as far as possible and you know bring in some more interest that'll liven up the show a little because like really uh i would love i don't want to go on soundcloud enough to like pay the subscription fee but if uh pay, if literally just like three people or two people or however many donated to uh the patreon i could do i could like I would feel really comfortable just even spending a little more on advertising. I don't even think advertising is that expensive. Oh. I don't know. Fun story with me. Get ready. My uh, bank got overdrawn by me by accident. I did like two transfers when I should have done one. I didn't even realize, I didn't even realize I did the second one. Um, the UI for the, for seeing your purchase history on that other bank account is just like not good. So I, I, it slipped and I was like $550 in the hole with my one debit account in my fuck. And there's all these uh, purchases pending, like hard drive and an audio interface I really need and is no longer like in stock never is in stock stuff like that you know 
physical stuff. It's not a service. Um, so it might jeopardize the timely uh, delivery. Anyway, so that was a little scary. It's like it fixed itself somehow, but there's still some stuff pending that it's going to bring me back down below zero. And we don't want to go there, but we might have to. Throw the snowball. Get ready. You ready? You sure? I hit the tree. I did not hit the tree I was aiming to hit, <laughs> but I hit the tree. This was fun. I liked walking. Um, I would do it again with a uh, dab cartridge. I don't see why not. I mean, I feel better that I don't have any anything physical on me, but I think uh, storing the weed away is still a problem. We'll save that for a future, uh, I don't know, innovation or change of life circumstance. I think I will. I want. I definitely want to um, smoke later, but I might just cut it early or something. Or start early because I, I miss my Minecraft world. <laughs> I, I think I'm going to change the rule that I have for the journal. I never really applied to this world, but I do want to try and. What am I trying to say? <laughs> I want to try and play it if I want to while I'm sober. It's sort of a really uh, arbitrary rule that I set up, but I don't know. I like it for like important stuff and like big planning, planning type things, but I want to be able to play during tolerance breaks and stuff. Or to make up for, or to, to uh, make room and make time for a different activity. I don't know, I'll, I'll keep thinking on it. Either way, I think I'm gonna play tonight. I've been working on the sea shanty. Not the, so not the song type, but the, a physical shanty in the sea. It's like a motel pub slash like uh, enchanting slash alchemical. Maybe not alchemical, but like it's clandestine. Experimentation. Uh, so I'm in my car, as you can tell. The, the sound of my car door closing sounds completely different to me than it does to the uh, to you guys. Now that it's recorded, sounds like a very bassy thud because it's like a wave of air coming in. But anyways. 
hopefully that other podcast comes out that I guest on and uh, I'll point you guys to it maybe so I hope you enjoy the rest of your uh, day or week or month whichever is the most stressful right now take a drag take a walk those two are not are uh, mutually exclusive they are mutually exclusive if you want them to be <laughs> um, anyway have fun thanks for the ride I have two new Mountain Dews that I'm going to drink on the way back from this uh, shoot so I don't get too tired and that's it and that's that see y'all later In this episode, I ask what kind of guitar Bob Weir was playing at a specific song performance. I've since learned that amps and pedals make much more of a difference on tone than the guitar. If any of you know what Bob's setup was like in 1978, shoot me an Instagram DM or an email. I just wanted to include this caveat for anyone who is like me and doesn't know the technical side of music too well. Shout out to Eliana Beitler, at FirstAidKits underscore, for designing the Ship of Fools lighter that I talk about in this episode. I mentioned wanting to know how many people in North America have schizophrenia or bipolar disorder, and I didn't really find statistics for all of North America, but I found U.S. and world statistics, so here we go. From dbsalliance.org, bipolar disorder affects approximately 5.7 million adult Americans, or about 2.6% of the U.S. population age 18 or older every year. From schizophrenia.com, the number of people who will be diagnosed as having schizophrenia in a year is about 1 in 4,000, so about 1.5 million people will be diagnosed with schizophrenia this year worldwide. About 100,000 people in the U.S. will be diagnosed with schizophrenia this year. I talk about my film's producer and I not aligning creatively. Thankfully, I found a new one who solved that problem. It's always interesting to listen back to episodes after they age a bit and certain situations have completely changed. Feel free to send me your spin on the Patrick Screen Tea theme song, and you'll have a chance to be featured in a future podcast episode. Thanks for listening to the podcast. You can find me at Patrick Screen Tea on Patreon, Discord, Spotify, YouTube, Twitch, and Bandcamp, Patrick Screen Tea Podcast on Instagram, and Patrick Green Tea without an S on Twitter. If you donate at least $5 a month on Patreon, you'll get exclusive access to the Drunk Patrick Chronicles. The show is available wherever you get your podcasts. Supplemental materials like photos and text are available on our website, patrickscreentea.com. You can join our subreddit at r slash patrickscreentea. You can make comments on YouTube and on the website, and you can contact me directly at patrickscreentea at gmail.com. Don't forget to leave a review of the show on your favorite podcasting platform. It really helps us out. Thank you so much, and have a lovely day.